everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm the hands behind Lovecraft Crochet, my plush user for the anxious, depressed, autistic, and neurodivergent. Small enough to travel in a purse, backpack, diaper bag, or even your pocket. You can check out my Facebook page or TikTok to see what patterns are available, and stay tuned for the new ones coming out. I also make hats, scarves, blankets, and dice bags for the tabletop gamer or dice goblin in your life. Feel free to order through the page, TikTok, or via email at love.craft.crochet.com. Now, back to the segment. Due to the graphic and disturbing nature of the crimes discussed, listener discretion is advised. Retrostatic Radio presents Killing 15 Minutes. Hello and welcome to Killing 15 Minutes, where we will give you your serial killer fix in 15 minutes or less, or your podcast is free. I'm Sam Rossi, and shortly I'll be handing a poorly written synopsis of a serial killer to my brother, who hasn't read it, on a serial killer he's most likely hasn't heard of. This should be fun. Good luck, bro. The Death House Lady. Dorothea Puentes, in the 1980s, killed tenants of her boarding house and cashed their government-issued checks in Sacramento, California. A lot of people uh, killing people in Sacramento. Yeah, I know. It's part of California, the murder capital of the world. And anyone who has their bingo cards. Born to alcoholic parents. Born to alcoholic parents on January 9th, 1929. Her father died from tuberculosis in 1930. Okay! I've got tuberculosis! Heck up that long. Her father died from tuberculosis in 1937. Her mother followed in 1938. Puente and her siblings were sent to an orphanage where she was abused. Ding, ding, ding. Do you got the... I think I might have bingo already. (laughs) This is a gag that's not going to stay in the cut. It might! She would marry her first husband at 16. How many... I'll find out. (laughs) I'll find out in the next sentence. True story. Puente would have four more husbands and divorced three times, we think. Not sure if one of the marriages was actually legal. So, so, so because of that, I don't, uh, I, I, I may or may not have included that number in that. So it could have been four, or f- five more husbands. She could have had five husbands in total. Well, that would be the number you gave. Oh, good. One plus four. You're is right. Five. We're good. Her first arrest, however was for forging checks in the spring of 1948. Pleading guilty to just... Pleading guilty got her four months in jail. She wasn't caught again, however, until 1960 for running and owning a brothel in Sacramento. If I had a dime for every time that happened. Puente's second husband actually had her committed involuntarily after multiple suicide attempts. She was diagnosed as a pathological liar with an unstable personality. She divorced... Husband number two after her release. Usually, uh, involuntarily having someone committed does generally count as a rocky marriage. Uh, it was a rocky marriage. She, she didn't have stable anything. Oh, no. She had a stability. After her third divorce, she became a pillar to the community, helping those in need. In 1978, she was found to be cashing her boarding room... In 1978, she was found to be cashing her boarding tenant checks. She was then given probation and a fine for doing so. However, she would continue to run her boarding house 
and using the same con of helping the helpless. She would be convicted of theft in 1982. Puente, is it Puente or Puente? Puente. Oh, you put an A here. Oh. That's why, I just, that's why I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't been saying the name wrong the entire time. No, but I had a spelling error. Okay. Puente would be sentenced to five years in jail for theft. However, before Puente was sent to prison, in April of 1982, she actually killed her first tenant. The police ruled the overdose undetermined. Uh, was that undetermined as in, like, whether they, it was a malicious thing or whether it was undetermined of an overdose? They knew it was an overdose. They didn't know how the overdose happened. If it was overdosed by self-infliction... Or the, the, the uh, crazy lady stealing things did it. Okay, fair enough. Due to her going to jail, her next kill would not actually happen until her early release in 1985. After her release, she continued running the boarding house, using her, air quote, good persona to continue taking in the, air quote, tough cases, especially involving social workers. Or is that the cases that involved social workers? The tough cases usually involved social workers. Fair enough. With having addicts, elderly, and or disabled people, many wouldn't think twice if they went missing. And so in 1988, a social worker reported a tenant at the boarding house was missing. Which is why you don't take the tough cases that have social workers. Yeah, but this is the first time it's happened. Well, yeah, but if you want to start disappearing people... You don't want someone who has a government-appointed check-in or babysitter. That's the word I'm thinking of. That's the job. Police searched the property and dug up eight bodies, all killed by overdose. Oh, that was lucky. She didn't kill anyone. She just hid the bodies. Puente would kill the tenant and cash their government checks. You know, I should make snide comments. One or two sentences before they actually pop up. <laughs> However, when she was found out, she fled custody after being charged with nine murders. However, she was caught quickly once her picture hit TV. Like, really quick, like, within days, she was back in custody. Well, that's especially during the 80s. Like, TV was a big proponent of... But it wasn't so... How do we get around that? No. Oh. Especially for petty criminals. Like, like yes, she, she murdered nine people with overdoses. But, but I would say... She was a pet, petty criminal before she, ever, the serial before she killing, ever got caught. Yeah, the serial killing wasn't because she liked killing. No, she used it as a means to get to what she they wanted. Have what, yeah, exactly. It's the, I'm not a serial killer if I shot, you know, if I mugged somebody. Right. And then they, you know. Anyways, a jury would take over a month before convicting her. Oh, a jury would take over a month to convict her of three of the nine murders. They stated the methodology made it difficult to believe it was planned. They compromised on the number of guilty verdicts to make sure Puente would not be allowed out of prison. She would die. She would die in prison on March 27, 2010, from natural causes. Like being old. Being old in California prison. And so, that was me reading another script, written by a weed-smoking, maddened-streaming sister of mine, who I love dearly. So, what do you think? 
Well, I think, personally, that Puentes Puente is a sick puppy who needed money, who wanted money, because being already owner of the boarding house, she was making money. So she wanted more. And given that people were already susceptible to overdosing, it was very easy to have that... Uh, what's it called? Um, a murder of opportunity. Yep. Kill him, cast your check, nip the tip, no one's the wiser. Except when you got fucking social workers. I know. The social workers. I See, can't believe it took is... so long for a social worker to go, hey, something not right here. But that's another breakdown for another rant about how the system is broken. Yep, that would be uh, that would be in conversational macrame on a later date. Yeah, I know it's on the list. It's on the list. But what do you think? You you read this, you know? She a victim of opportunity. She didn't go out looking for anybody except for maybe the second murder guy, a person because she met him while still in prison. And used him to get uh, to help get her early release. Ah, okay. So I think he was the only one drawn in by her. The other ones were victim of opportunity. No, that's fair enough. Now, I've been AJ Carey. And I'm Sam Rossi. And we are cool. Way cool. Later, y'all. Killing 15 Minutes is hosted by Arthur Carey with scripts written and researched by Sam Rossi. If you like this episode or want to stay updated on this series, consider following Killing 15 Minutes on Patreon or Retrostatic Radio on all major social media platforms. Good night and God bless. You're watching Retrostatic Radio.